All right, check, check. So we'll get started in a second here. Just waiting to make sure that YouTube live streaming is working properly. We'll get going. All right, looks like we are good. Okay, so for today, I was going to talk about the political climate as of September 5th of 2021. Um, I figured I figured we'd come down to this at one point in time. I, I don't know if I was like afraid to talk about like politics over this podcast. I think at one point I tried to stay away from it for a bit because there's going to be a bit of uh, controversy about some of the perspectives that I bring to um, the table in representation of what I believe in um, and rather what I'm seeing too. I, I, there's a lot of people out there who will bash on you for the perspectives that you hold. Uh, regardless of what perspective it is, someone out there is going to have like beef with you and what perspective you represent. So staying away from politics I think would be a safe move, but that's not, I mean, the idea of this community as a whole is to bring about the different perspectives and belief that we'll, that we have good faith, or rather we believe that each other are engaging in the perspective, exchanging of perspectives in good faith. So if I'm afraid to talk about politics in the thought that someone might misrepresent me or shame me for the ideas that I'm bringing, um, then they're not a part of the discussion environment that I would want to have. So that, I guess, I guess I just need to put down the idea of I should be afraid of being shamed and rather just put the ideas out there. And I think the perspective that I bring will also help other people in the way they want to think about these hot topics in politics at the moment. So as per the outline, uh, I'll, I'll go over some of the topics at, at first. So I was going to talk about like the COVID rambling that different sources have. We're going to be talking about misinformation. Um, as of late, there was a, like a Texas abortion law and, and person, <laughs> Specifics don't really matter to me, except for like a couple cases. But um, in terms of like this law in particular, I haven't done research at it at all. And when I tried to do research, it was a bunch of posts that I I'm so intolerant for because they have a bunch of ads pop up on the web page, and I just don't. I like whenever I see ads like that on a, like a news article or just like an article in general, I'm like stop <laughs> i don't need this shit on my screen right now so I, i'm instantly like discouraged and unmotivated from learning more when i have to go through different sources to figure out what the actual problem is so i don't know any specifics about this texas texas abortion law um, but i will speak to the climate on abortion um and then there's the U.S. decision to withdraw from Afghanistan. And um, more what I wanted to talk about there was responsibility and owning up to it. 
and how, yeah, I, I don't know, like how both sides are receiving this event um, and trying to hold people responsible for what they, for the the results of what happened. Um, and one more thing, I, I was going to talk about why I would be a target for not being passionate about political injustices. And this is more in relationship to, I don't know, like, there's, I've seen posts on the internet where describing if you were passionate about Afghanistan women who are suffering over there from the drastic change in government, um, government ruling, but you're not passionate about like the Texas abortion law being in place, then you're like, I don't know, you're, <laughs> you're like a hypocrite or something. I, I forget the exact stance that that post was trying to make, but it, it wasn't in favor of like, it, they yeah it wasn't in favor of you can be passionate about one thing over one side of the world but when a related thing comes up in america you're not as passionate about it and that is like wrong it's like whenever i have differences and passions it's just based on my experience and i sh no one should be owed my passion for one thing over another thing like what i stand up for and what's important to me is what's important to me like you don't need to you don't need to be elitist about how I which instances I choose to be passionate about over other instances. And I, I really hate that about about like these kinds of people. Because like yeah, injustices are injustices, but the passion that the individual needs to bring to those to each different injustice varies. And, like, is that to blame on the individual for not being passionate of the injustices? Or is that other people really feeling injustice by not, by other people not feeling injustice for a specific passion? So, like the, like the post that I saw with, like, the Afghan women versus the abortion laws. It's like, they were clearly passionate about abortion laws and... They were upset that many other people were passionate about how Afghan women are being treated currently by the new, uh, by the new environment. So, you know, noticing that difference and then calling people out on that isn't, I don't know, it's not doing anyone any good. It's like, you can be passionate about whatever you want. That's part of the, part of the reason why, like. I don't know, the, the American freedom is, is great, but it's not, uh, I mean, now it, it's at the cost of being publicly shamed by people who think that, who people want to voice their opinions about which passion is better than the other. Anyways, that's my thought on, on that specific piece. I don't, I don't think this will be like a, this will probably be like a 30 minute podcast, I imagine. Um, I, I figured I wouldn't want to go into as many topics as possible. I think I need to let it sit before I start hitting some of the more important ones. Um, racism is one of them, or like just phobias in general, being like people accusing others as like homophobic or whatever. It's like, Anything that has a minority majority group is 
uh, that that'll be a discussion for later. Anyways, so we'll start off with COVID rambling and then we'll go through the other ones as well. So the reason why this is being brought up is because there's a whole lot of talk about like COVID misinformation. And the reason why it's like such a big thing now is because the term is being thrown around to different sides of the political spectrum. And COVID in general shouldn't be political, but it, I, statistics show that like <laughs> there's a lot more people, I think, on the... You know what? No, I'm contributing to the problem. I'm not going to say anything about that. Misinformation. So what I want to say about COVID misinformation is that whenever you are spreading information about anything... You are contributing a perspective that may not align with the actual fact and the objective truth. So the fact that people are continuing to talk about COVID and the statistics behind it leads to the idea that it can be misinterpreted and construed into something that's not the truth anymore. It may be a piece of the truth, but it's no longer like the objective truth or the objective fact. So... I've seen that with uh, whoever the representative is for the Biden administration with the press. Like that, I don't know. I, I don't think I, just people in general, I think, have been misusing the numbers, the accurate numbers. So I think the best solution to stop misinformation from both sides, really, it's like just shut the fuck up. Let, let one single source actually convey the information to the public nobody else talk about anything else you want misinformation to stop quit thinking that you're a good source of information and allow only a single source of truth to represent that so like fox news and cnn is like i mean those are the completely opposite sides of the spectrum in terms of like <laughs> news outlets and political stances but like just shut up I, like don't talk about anything at all like I, I don't need people getting weird ideas from the from your interpretations of what the facts are like even if you bring a professional on there just shut up like don't talk like we need less in like we need less people populating the traffic of information when it comes to COVID. Just stop. Have a single source, and that's it. Um, there was this Joe Rogan instance where he, he got COVID, and what's terrible about that is, like, CNN did a piece on it where they were <laughs> making it sound like Joe Rogan was, like, such a bad guy for saying something on <laughs> on his podcast about how young people shouldn't get or shouldn't like it's not as necessary for young people to get the vaccine if they're like healthy and young so like yeah it wasn't the smartest thing for him to say because i to be honest i think he should have shut up like i just mentioned before but i don't know they, they were thinking or cnn was like saying how joe was now taking all these different medi medications he did like a public post on twitter or something like that or some other social media where he was talking about the uh like the story of how it went down 
kind of started bashing on him and like misrepresenting like his case when when he talked about that i mean they've been doing that since like since the start of when he actually said the things that he said about young people not needing the vaccine i mean joe right after that had said like don't listen to me i'm an idiot <laughs> on on the internet like nobody should be taking my word as professional advice um and nobody should be taking cnn's like work and their information on covid seriously either like so the fact that cnn is trying to be like elitist about <laughs> about like being a source of truth for for a credible source of truth for the world it's pretty dumb anyways I, i'm kind of done with covid <laughs> talking about covid anyways so in terms of like the texas abortion law i think it was against abortions so i think i've been seeing a lot of my liberal friends posting they've been posting a bunch about how it's like an injustice to women that this abortion law is gonna be against abortions and the constant narrative well yeah no the constant like argument that i'm told is that if you're not a woman then you can't contribute to the conversation when it comes to abortions and i'm saying yeah I'm going to keep it there. There's a lot of other peeves that I have about some of the arguments that I've heard. But I'm just going to leave it there because I think that's the main argument. It's that let women have control over how their body is being regulated. Don't have, like, men contribute to the conversation. So I think that's the, I think that's the main selling point for the left. And I, I think they're justified in saying that. What the right says, and I think this is a, from the, from their perspective, this is what's happening. Someone is being killed in the process of an abortion. Therefore, it is their job to contribute to the conversation because someone is being killed and they have to have an opinion on it. Fair enough. It doesn't matter what stage of life they're at. Like, they're, someone's being killed. And so that's why I think they feel like they need to be a part of the conversation. And I think that's true. Um, there's, no, there's no way to deny the fact that, like, their perspective is, isn't accurate. I think it is accurate. But then that brings it down to well, what constitutes his life for the right side to be justified in their position that someone is being killed and why isn't the left seeing it that same way? And I don't know. I, maybe that's a conversation for later. I, I can't generate a dialogue for that. But, but what I will say in terms of my own stance when it comes to abortion um, so if a mother is pregnant 
or say if a woman is pregnant, not a mother is pregnant, but say a woman is pregnant, if she were to die in that specific, at that specific time, would the baby survive? And I, I think in most cases, it'll be no. And the way I phrase that is in the context, or rather the situation that I'm posing that as is, does the child have a bio, or does the baby fetus, baby slash fetus have a biological dependency on the woman? If yes, then it's the woman's choice to decide what happens to it. Because I see that as property of the woman. If no, then I think the child is an independent entity that can be treated as a human. So... Now, I think that covers the whole duration of the pregnancy, too. I think up to the nine months. So if you killed the woman right then and there, with, if the child survives or not, it's determining of whether or not a woman should get an abortion. Because I think the woman should always get an abortion if the child has a biological dependency on her. That's, that's my thought, anyways. All right, so in terms of Afghanistan, what I really wanted to point out here is I don't think, and I don't know all the specific details, and I'm not here to spread information about it. The, the thing that I don't like about it is I think President Biden did something wrong, and he's not owning up to the mistake that he made. I think the way he went about it wasn't that great. I'm pretty sure once he stuck on something, he did. Okay, it, the more, the more I understand it, and the more that I've seen different pieces of information on it, it seemed to me that Biden really wanted to push a specific outcome. But that outcome was at the cost of different... It was at the cost of sacrifices of many other people who couldn't benefit to that outcome. So Biden's talking about how he got people out and we're ending this war, but at the cost of this terrorist group is now taking back over the country and we left over we were not thorough enough to bring all our assets back military assets back we weren't thorough to save the people who wanted to transfer over or else you wouldn't have all the horrifying images and videos of people trying to get out over there something was clearly wrong And I, I think most everyone can agree on that. And the, the way that like Biden's playing this out is we're not going to say that we made a mistake and we're going to own up to the, to the thing that we did as if it was the only way that we could have done it to meet the specific outcome that we said we could or that we said we would do. And I, I don't think anyone wants that. I think everyone, especially 
yeah, on both sides of the aisle, like take a look at that situation and, and anyone who's who's even seen the images and the videos of what's happening over there, you you have to shiver in thinking that what we did was terrible. Like it it couldn't have been right. There could have been another way. And in fact, I don't think there's we can always go back and make something happen again. Like, if we make a mistake to that degree where people are crying for 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 help and we left all that military assets over there and the whole country now is, like, breeding terrorist groups, it's like, no. I think something needs to be done to address that now. I don't know why we've... We've seen the suffering that's happening, current actively happening from that decision. I think it's our moral obligation to go back and fix it. Especially when there's the running fear that what happened on 9-11 could be done again. And that's not something to be like... I don't know. It, one thing that I keep hearing, or no, th this there's this idea that I think people aren't recognizing enough. There's a lot of evil in the world, and there still is a lot of evil in the world, and you have to be exposed to that kind of horrific views of of how people can be capable of doing such a thing. And the second you open your eyes to that, the second you become like, I don't know, it, it's a worried way to live and it makes you a little hateful and spiteful of people and like you're losing trust at the expense of understanding the horrific capacity that people are capable of. So I like, I don't know, for, for me in particular, I, I align with the idea that we should be back there and <sighs> yeah, I, I just think there was a better way to go about that. And what, what I've been seeing news outlets do is like the right is clearly opportun like taking this opportunity to bash on Biden's, um, administration because that that was a very bad call and i think they have every justification to shit on biden for that with the left and like what i've seen cnn do is they've been trying to back it up in the best way possible and it's like i don't know if you voted for biden and you're proud of that decision like i don't i don't know what else to say about that i, I think there's way too many we definitely have a disagreement on the values of what it means to keep like America safe and or like hand over weaponry assets, military assets over to a terrorist group. Like I'm not, that's the perspective that I have. Like, yeah, I'd like, do I want people to be fighting a war for my safety? No, especially when I'm not willing to do it. But in terms of, As like a from a country context, 
like, yeah, I think people should be going over there to keep us safe or to, to keep, like, prohibit the growth of, of potential threats. It's like you have to moderate those potential threats when possible. So they don't grow into a bigger problem that will cost you more trauma, country, national trauma, than what you were dealing with before. Anyways, I think that's probably going to do it for, for me for today. I, I know I didn't have too much to talk about, but started the day off kind of pretty low. Um... And then I went to go, like, do a cycle session and came back and started feeling great. So, unfortunately, like, yeah, this talk wasn't meant to be too... <sighs> this talk was like a, I don't know, like a toe-in-the-water kind of topic that I wanted to go into. There's going to be, like, a lot of other political discussions. I don't think we'll do that next week, but... Now, as for today, I'm okay with, with what we went over. And I think I said what I needed to say. I'll go back and check, though. Anyways, thanks, thank you guys for hanging out. I'm going to call it.